everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Top of the news this hour. Roosevelt High School in North Portland was in lockdown for a few hours today after a student from a different school allegedly robbed another student using a weapon of some kind. Nobody was hurt in that incident, but Astor School and George Middle School were also in lockout during the day. Police swept the schools and located the student who was accused of the robbery. Roosevelt students were released for the day just after 1 o'clock this afternoon. Also today, the officer who fired the shot that killed an armed carjacking suspect on I-5 in North Portland yesterday has been identified as John Hughes. He's a 17-year veteran of the Portland Police Bureau. He's on paid administrative leave until the investigation is complete. The suspect is accused of a home invasion robbery, several carjackings at gunpoint, and even shooting one person on the freeway. Police are not releasing much more information about what happened other than that. Local health officials today briefed Multnomah County on the state of the pandemic. KXL's Grant Mackill listened in. So far, the Omicron variant has not been confirmed in the county. But public health officer Dr. Jennifer Vine says it's just a matter of time until it is. And when it is, the county's pandemic response won't immediately change. It's really going to take weeks for there to become kind of patterns and agreement on what we know about this virus and in particular what it means about our COVID strategy. She says the good news is the county's infection rate continues to slowly drop. Our test percent positivity, you know I'm a fan of this particular metric, even though no metric is perfect. You see us continuing to hover below 5%, which again puts us in fairly good shape overall. Grant Hill, FM News 101. And it's 4.05 now on FM News 101 KXL. No question about it, the pandemic has brought on a lot of economic pain. And now, as KXL's Annette Newell reports, business leaders are trying to craft a path forward. The pandemic was both a curse and an opportunity for Oregon-based Dutch Bros Coffee. A year and a half ago, at Dutch Bros, I went on a walk with Trav, and I told him there's never been a better time to adjust your business model than right now. Anything you wanted to get rid of that you're hanging on to, do it now. Joth Ricky, its president and CEO, says that conversation led to successfully taking the company public. Now, Ricky is also leading the Oregon business plan. As disruptive and painful as this is, the crisis opens the possibility of transforming policies and systems that otherwise may have remained stagnant. The plan's goals include resetting manufacturing, investing in people displaced in the pandemic, attracting good jobs, and preparing Oregonians for them. Annette Newell, FM News 101. Well, Portland is really gearing up for a big crowd ahead of the MLS Cup Final on Saturday. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds says a lot of money could be flowing through the city as the Timbers play host 
for the final for the first time ever. According to Megan Conway, Chief Strategy Officer for Travel Portland, NYCFC fans are going to be bombarding the city. They're anticipating, I guess, about three to 5,000 fans potentially could be coming. Conway says this is great news for the hotel business here in the Rose City, which has been on a roller coaster ride through COVID. December can be a little bit of a slower time on the winter months at our hotels. But we know that we already have some league officials, teams coming into town and players and that type of thing. And then we also will have fans coming. It's sort of nice knowing that people are coming from New York. It's a longer haul trip, so they need to maybe stay for a few days. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Well, you may have felt it. The ground was shaking beneath the Pacific Ocean today. Two earthquakes, magnitudes 5.3 and 5.5, struck the ocean floor about 250 miles west of Newport. There was no tsunami danger from those quakes and no reports of anybody on the coast feeling any kind of shaking. We all know the pandemic has been hard on each and every one of us, but for certain professions, it has been over a year and a half of extra work. KXL's Veronica Carter tells us one group wants to make sure some of those working behind the scenes are not forgotten. Because of the switch back and forth between in-person learning and schooling from home, educators have felt the stress of the pandemic. Janie White, vice president of the Washington Education Association, says education support professionals, or ESPs, include office staff, maintenance, security, and paraeducators. Our ESPs are the first responders, so they never left the building. They have been there to make sure that our students have hot meals, our families have hot meals, and transportation worked with nutrition services to deliver the food. White wants to make sure the ESPs are supported by school districts because they're often the first staff members to be cut when the belt is tightened. The majority of our ESPs are the lowest paid employees in the district. Veronica Carter, FM News. 101. And I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News. Time now is 410 on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, she's making it big on the road and on social media. Life is what you make out of it. We're going to share the story of a lady trucker. And then the president meets with Vladimir Putin. We'll tell you what happened. It's among the five things you need to know today. That's one of our big stories coming up at 419. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Hey, thank you for listening to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Great story. There's this lady truck driver by the name of Clarissa Rankin who is just loving her life on the road in what really has been a male-dominated industry for many years. Inside Edition says that she told CBS her first year driving a truck she made about $50,000. Now I'm well over 150000 And that's just one truck, and that's not counting none of my social media. Yep, she is also big on TikTok with about 1.5 million followers, we're told. Her social media presence also brings in about $12,000 a year for her in endorsements. She also happens to be a wife and a mom on top of all the rest. Life is what you make out of it. Yep, Clarissa says that she wants to use her social media platforms to get even more women involved. Time now for the five things that you need to know today. Number five. Barefoot Wine and Oreo Thins are teaming up for the release of a limited edition chocolate wine. The red blend will include flavors of chocolate and cookies and cream along with notes of oak and is crafted to be enjoyed with Milk's favorite cookie. The wine will be available starting this Thursday on Barefoot's website. Number four. One of ex-President Trump's former advisors is supposed to stand trial next 
next summer. A judge set Steve Bannon's trial date for July 18th. He's charged with contempt of Congress after not cooperating with the House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Number three. The defense of former Empire star Jesse Smollett is resting its case. The 39-year-old once again took the stand in court in Chicago, alleging he was attacked by two suspects who made homophobic and racist comments. But the prosecution wasn't buying any of it, and they pressed him on several of his previous statements about the incident, leading to many tense back-and-forth exchanges today. Number two. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the Justice Department will keep vigorously defending mandates as they move through the courts. Her comments followed a ruling by a federal judge in Georgia blocking the president's vaccine mandate for several federal contractors. The judge suggested that Biden exceeded his authority. Number one. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan describes President Biden's roughly two-hour-long video call with Russian President Vladimir Putin as direct and straightforward. He reiterated America's support for Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Sullivan says Biden warned Putin about strong economic and other measures in the event that the Russian military decides to go ahead and invade Ukraine. But he didn't elaborate on that. And those are the five things that you need to know today.